This is episode 11. Today I am answering the question, how do I stop my kid from misbehaving? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi, this is Danae. Thanks for tuning in. This is a question and answer style podcast, so I encourage you to submit your questions to simplefamilies.com backslash ask. Today, I am taking a question from Nicole in Ohio. Now, Nicole writes that she recently completed the mini course on cooperation that is offered on Simple Families. So she said, the mini course on cooperation was great. We've been implementing a lot of these concepts and are seeing great results. The one thing I haven't mastered yet is when I see my child do something that she shouldn't be doing. My first response is, stop, stop that, or no, get down from there, which nine times out of 10 is not successful. It usually ends up with me counting to three, threatening a timeout, or me physically having to remove them from the situation, and then a crying toddler. I know there has to be a better approach than this. Thoughts? Nicole, this is a great question, and you are in very good company because there are millions of parents across the world. I would challenge to say maybe most parents resort to using phrases like this, like, not, no, stop, don't do that, quit that. And very rarely does it work. Very rarely is it successful at ending the behavior that we want to end. So today I want to explain to you how we're going to think about behavior in a different way. So instead of thinking about how do we stop or eliminate behavior, we're going to think about how do we teach good behavior. The way that this podcast is structured is that I hit on three main highlights and then I give you one take home point for the day. The three highlights that we're going to hit on today are, first of all, this new lens for viewing behavior. So rather than stopping bad behavior, how do we teach good behavior? And then secondly, we're going to talk about this idea of inertia. And I know that sounds pretty sciencey, but behavior is in many ways like inertia. Once it's in motion, it tends to stay in motion. And lastly, I'm going to give you a strategy that you can take home and use today and start making changes in the way you approach these behaviors with your own children. So this idea of having a new lens to view behavior, we're no longer going to view it as behaviors that we need to stop or squash right in that moment. So when we say stop it and we think that children should react and just stop, instead, we're going to think about it as how can we teach new good behaviors instead? So when a child is behaving in a way that we don't necessarily like, let's not view it as them misbehaving, but instead let's view it as there's a deficit. They need to learn a better behavior instead, a more desirable behavior to replace the one that they're doing. You might find it hard to believe, but kids really don't misbehave on purpose. They're not bad on purpose. Kids behave in ways that meet their own needs. So if a kid needs a snack or wants a snack, they might throw a tantrum for it if you said no. And that's their way, if they know that tantrums work to get what they want, then that's their way of getting their needs met. A kid who has an abundant amount of energy might jump on the sofa repeatedly and keep jumping on the sofa despite the fact that you've told them to stop it several times. They've tried to stop. They've tried to sit down, but they get right back up and keep, and keep jumping. And this is that idea of behavior inertia. Once a child gets into a path and once they're behaving in a certain way, it's really hard to stop it on a dime. Inertia is this idea that once an object or in this 
in this idea, a behavior is in motion. Once it's happening, it stays in motion unless it's acted upon by an outside force. So unless someone or something comes along and stops the behavior, it keeps going. And the vast majority of the time, just hearing from a parent, stop, no, don't do that, doesn't do the trick. Because there's something driving this behavior. There's something that's motivating it. Now, there are some old school parenting ideas out there that think when an adult says something to a child or tells a child to do something once that the child should immediately react and do what they say. And those approaches to parenting are usually based in some way on fear. So the child will stop doing whatever it is that they're doing. It's based on some strong fear that they have of what might happen if they don't listen to their parents. So in this type of parenting, they might think that they're going to get spanked or smacked or something like that. And that is the external force that is acting upon the inertia. And it's a strong one. So it's strong enough to pull this behavior out of motion. It's strong enough to put an end to this behavior. Now, that's not my style. I don't parent out of fear. I don't threaten or ever use any kind of physical punishment on my kids, nor do I recommend it. So if you ask your child to stop doing something and they don't respond, they don't listen, you're not doing anything wrong and you're not alone. Very likely, you're like me and you have chosen not to parent out of fear, but you do still need another tool for your tool belt. So instead, we have to find a different external force. We have to find a positive force to pull this behavior out of inertia, to put a stop to behaviors that we don't want to see anymore. So that brings us to the strategy for today. So this strategy is something that you can start using right away and that you should find to be pretty effective with your kids. This is a discipline strategy. And when we hear the word discipline, we often think about things like discipline is punishment, discipline is things like timeout, when the reality is that discipline is actually education. Discipline is how do we teach our kids a better way to behave. So instead of stopping bad behaviors, we're going to transform them. Back to the example of the kid jumping on the sofa. So the kids jumping on the sofa, jumping on the sofa, you might tell them to stop and they could sit down for one or two seconds and then they keep jumping on the sofa and jumping on the sofa. So to transform this behavior, we're going to figure out why are they jumping on the sofa? They must have a ton of energy. So instead you take them and you say, all right, you need to jump. You really want to jump. So let's go jump on a trampoline or find another type of behavior to transform this jumping on the sofa into. Another example is a kid who screams. I see this a lot in restaurants. I see kids just sort of spontaneously screaming. And a lot of times what that is, is that is an an effort to get attention, an effort to join the conversation. So to transform screaming, you can turn it into talking. So if a child is screaming, you could look at them and say, is there something that you need? Is there something that you want to talk about? And try to engage them rather than to tell them to stop screaming. So giving them a voice, encouraging them to use words instead of screams. So to use transformations to transform a behavior, do a quick assessment and try to figure out why do you think your kid might be doing this behavior, whatever it is that is bothering you and you don't want them to be doing anymore, and figure out how you can transform it into something positive, into a behavior that you do want to see. That brings us to the take-home for today. So the take-home is kids are not bad on purpose, but when they're doing things you don't want them to be doing, 
find a way to transform it into something positive and give them a better way to behave instead of just telling them to stop doing whatever it is that they're doing. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned from it. Please send me your questions, simplefamilies.com backslash ask. And if you're interested in reading the show notes and getting some more information on all this, you can go to simplefamilies.com backslash episode 11. And please take a second to leave a review on iTunes. I would be so grateful for that as that will help this show to reach more people who are interested. Thank you for your time and have a good one. 